Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in West Carroll, Morehouse, East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello everyone and thanks for listening to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Um, I guess to start this episode we need to tell everybody um, where we're at and kind of tell you what we're going to talk about today. Today is Mr. R.L.'s last episode on the podcast because he's retiring and we are here in the Delhi Livestock Show Barn sitting on a set of bleachers huddled around a microphone. I guess here to tell stories today. I don't really know. (laughs) We'll be here all day. I know. I I grew up in this farm with you as uh, as a county agent, and I've known you for I guess since I was nine years old. So it's going to be a sad episode. Well, thank y'all. But this is this is the crew here today, and that's what we're going to talk about. So I guess I'll pass it over y'all to introduce yourselves too. All right, Dennis Burns. I'm here. I'm Bruce Garner. I'm here. Speak up, R.L. I'm R.L. Frazier, and I'm here for the last time officially. Yeah. Well, I, I think we had to bring you back <laughs> yeah. as a consultant. Now. That, well, that comes with a fee, doesn't it? Well, yeah. No, we're going to have you a volunteer. Oh, I'm part volunteer. of that we'll word, you, volunteer. Look, we'll get you signed up into the, to the, to the system where we track the volunteer out. See, yeah. I got, I'm going to start with, because it's about the podcast. Kylie and I were at Ag Expo mm-hmm. doing, we were doing Ag Alley, whatever we were doing. Something, there, something. something at Ag Expo. And we were talking about podcasts. Nora, you weren't there. Mm-mm. No, you were, y'all you were hiding me later. somewhere. And so we decided, Kylie and I said, well, let's do a podcast. We got all excited. So on the way home, I called RL. I said, RL, we're going to do a podcast. What's a podcast? <laughs> I mean, I, I was honest. I'd never heard of one. Like, I'm what, living in a sheltered a, world. What's a tweet? What's a, yeah, what's <laughs> a tweet? I read a tweet too, what yeah. Twitter was. Yeah. And then yeah. he went online, he got us those those little uh, microphones we did with the cell phone. Yep. And voila, here we are. Here yeah. we are. And what are we on, our sixth season? Something uh, like that? Fifth or sixth year, been a while. Been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we literally started with a cell phone and a microphone. Mm-hmm. And we were doing podcasts and YouTube videos. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Come a long way in six years. We've learned a lot. Right. right. Well, how many years have you been working for the accident? Mr. You want exact or close? I want exact. <laughs> According to my retirement calculations, 34.87 years. <laughs> how, how old were you when you started? 30, I'd have to go back and figure it, it you up. You don't have to be 30, exact. <laughs> in that 33, 35 years of age, I was late. I had spent yeah. 10 years working for the co-op system in Mississippi mm-hmm. before I came to work uh, for LSU. Well, yeah. that 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 kind of sets you. I mean, that's, I've always thought as a, as a county agent. And I, I I've only been a county agent for 13, 14 years now. But and I, we a, a lot of I mean, all four of us have taken kind of that non-traditional route mm-hmm. to the county agent position. But yours is one of the ones that I think is one of the coolest because you bring you brought that the business acumen, you know, the, the, the business side, you, you did it. I mean, you weren't, you weren't, yeah, you brought a lot to the table from, from, from hauling cattle, from, from working in a co-op, from feeding animals. Um, and I came up through the old, the old style. You actually 
golly, I don't know of any county agent my era and back that started as a county agent. Now, somebody mm -hmm. will right. say, yeah. no, you're wrong, but I don't know of any. You were in 4-H, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, most of us were hired in as a 4-H agent, and we got a lot of valuable experience there on how to put meetings together, how to deal with irate people. <laughs> we're in Del High. And we're in Del High. We're sitting in Yeah, and, and uh, you know, there was, there was a couple of things. I'll go ahead and answer this before y'all ask it. There was two or three things that drawn me to extension. Mm -hmm. Was I had been exposed to livestock shows uh, when I was in junior college. Fell in love with it, and I said, you know, that may be something I want to do for a while. Uh, had some other dreams that never panned out. And so when I had, after working in the retail side for 10 years, uh, back then they didn't make anything. <laughs> they, were, they were lower paid than extension. Anyway, I came on, you know, I, I applied for LSU. It was kind of ironic. I applied two weeks after I turned in my application. We had come out from under a hiring freeze in Louisiana. I was actually at home on vacation and got the call for an interview, an unofficial interview back then, on my birthday. And I don't know if I got it, it was 32, 33 years of age. Uh, came up, had no idea where Oak Grove, Louisiana was. Hmm. Interviewed for that position or talked with, the, at that time, the district agent, Dr. Al Fugler, for about the position. Uh, Apparently he liked what he heard because he said that he would announce it the next week he'd get the paperwork out. I applied and, and got the job, moved to Oak Grove, been living at Oak Grove since then. I have worked three different parishes while I have lived there, mm -hmm. uh, but I came up through the 4-H ranks doing everything that a 4-H agent does from fashion shows to livestock shows. How about that? <laughs> Tell them where you're from, where you grew up. Well, I was actually raised up in East Feliciana Parish in Jackson, Louisiana. I always make the joke and tell everybody that uh, that's where the home of the state mental hospital is. And in 1969, I got a weekend pass and I left and hadn't hardly been back. That's kind of the joke. But no, I was born and raised there in Jackson, Louisiana. My mother and daddy, you know, well, they're both passed now, but that's where they live. Uh, from there, I went on to uh, Heinz Junior College worked there for two years and then decided I was going to make a living riding a horse and working cattle and that didn't take me about six months to figure out <laughs> I wanted to try something else. Yeah. Uh, some boys I'd had to help through junior college uh, were going to school at Mississippi State. I said you know they doing okay up there and I had to help them through junior college so there ain't no reason I can't make it. So I uh, went on back to state, finished and then I went to work for the co-op system and 10 years and decided I need some more money and got a pretty good raise to come to North Louisiana. Uh, enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, my kind of people. I fit right in with them. Uh, then from that, after 18 years of doing 4-H work, uh, that agent's position come open in Madison. They offered it to me. Didn't even have to interview for it. <laughs> they just done a lateral transfer and sent me over there and then uh, the last five or six years, I'd have to go back and look. I've been doing both East Carroll and Madison Parish. So that's kind of my life's history. <laughs> Maybe more than what y'all wanted to know. No. no. It's kind of unheard of now because mm -hmm. if you're not from there, they don't you don't normally want to work in extension in that area unless no. you're like a scientist or something. Yeah. So yep. 
Um, but I love the rural setting. Mm -hmm. That's where I was, all I've ever cared for. I never cared for the bright lights of big cities. And so, anybody knows where Old Grove, Louisiana is? That fit perfect. <laughs> and so, we're there. Uh, raised my family there. Both my daughters always swore them down as soon as they could finish high school. They were leaving and never coming back. And that lasted through college, and they both were back. <laughs> Have both married and settled in the area. Now, one does live in Bastard, and one lives in Indian Forest with me, or next to me, close to me. So, yeah, not a bad place. It's not perfect, but it's not it's a bad home. place. It's I enjoyed home. it. Yeah. Yeah, enjoyed my time with the extension. It's had its ups and downs. But I've learned a lot. I've grown a, grown a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I even learned what a podcast was, didn't I? That is. I mean, you know, and it was so. You were so funny, though. It was like, I don't know what that is. What you know, and like, and we drug you. But without hesitation, he, <laughs> he signed he, in he, with us. And well, you know, the crazy part about it, once y'all explained it to me, and I seen it, I said, all we're doing is recording what me and Dennis been doing yeah. for the last three or four years. Just talking, just just talking. calling and saying what you see and what's going on, what's yeah. happening. You know, and, it, and I, let me let me say this too, this and this is how we got into YouTube, because we got him into the podcast, drugging, kicking and screaming into the podcast, <laughs> and I'm on vacation, you know, and you're not supposed to take work calls when you're on vacation, RL calls. Well, I answered the phone. I said, "Hey, what's going on? We fixing to do a YouTube." <laughs> I said, "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> and that's when we did uh, the Bill Bugs the first. Hey man, you got Bill Bugs all over the. the field down here at the station we can do a youtube video i said we are he said yeah we are <laughs> you that, know, that we were you and i kind of done that to one another on several well, things that's true. <laughs> i used to call when when i first started i don't know i'll tell you right now i don't know anything about livestock the only reason i come to the Delhi livestock <laughs> show is because rl told me when i got started i said what am i supposed to do i didn't get an email he said you come go with me and i am here now you know <laughs> And my name is on the email list now. And, it's been a while, but I got it, sir. You know, I mean, so I, I used to call him. I'd say, look, Ariel, I don't know about these cows. What? I don't know. They're still alive. That's all I know. And he would call me about cotton and yeah. row crops. I went. We went and checked cotton one day. and uh, Well, we guided learned. one another through our weaknesses. Yeah. And yeah. got it done. And yeah. I, that's the beauty of mine and your relations, working relationship right. up here over the years since then kylie and bruce have joined us but we were the mm. first we talked daily at least once sometimes multiple times mm -hmm. you but know what's, of what's going, on? going on if i didn't know something dennis could help me find our answer if he didn't know it and vice versa and we just we worked through everything that way because mm. we didn't have a lot of other help well and it made like last year when we talked about the soybean yields being so bad and we all compared notes that Oh, we got great beans three-fourths of the way up to stock. Yeah. And then we don't have anything above that. Mm -hmm. And and one time all four of us sat here and started talking about it, and it's like we all see the same thing. Yeah. And it was the heat related. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's the really neat thing about having um, co-workers that you can call and say, I don't understand this. <laughs> or what the, what the dog is this all about? And that's, that's kind of we, we joke about this little group. You know, we all have bring something to the table. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I say it. I know. I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> you know, and I think. But I, it, it's always been my great pleasure to be able to reach out to RL and say, "Hey, 
what in the world is this? Or how does this, why, why is this, why does this work this way? Now, to give you a little background, RL lives down the road from me. Um, I'm the county agent in West Carroll Parish. I, I, I came back after they, he had took the job in, in Madison. So when the county agent in West Carroll retired, I was kind of brought in and, and, and from there. So I was kind of brought, brought into this blind. So it's, it's always been good to be, me to be able to say, hey, R, what about this person? Because, <laughs> um, you know, if y'all... Like years up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, there, there's some... Um, West Carroll Parish is full of some colorful people, and it's all it's been it's been great for me to be able to call RL and say, hey, mm -hmm. um, what about so and so? What do I you know? How do I need to handle this? And RL has been great to be able to say, hey, Bruce, um, grab your skirt and run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been it's been a great relationship, you know, working with RL, and I'm mm -hmm. uh, you know I'm not trying to get mushy, but I'm I'm going to miss having that ability. I, I, you know, are you going to, are you, when you leave, are you going to change your cell phone number? No. <laughs> no. I've had several, just about every former I've visited with to let them know personally. And I know I'm, I've, I've tried to hit the ones that I've done the most to work with. I announced it at my pesticide recertification meeting. So the word's out. But, you know, we all got those special ones. They're all special. But those that you've kind of worked closer with. Uh, you know, I've tried to, to make as big a effort to, to contact those personally and let them know. And, you know, that's for one of the first questions. You're going to keep your same cell phone number, ain't you, so we can call you? Sure. You know, I'll be glad. I ain't going to say what the answer may be because I may not have access to some of the material I used to have. But I will, I will at least, you know, help them direct them in the right direction to y'all or someone else if I can't or don't have that information at the time. Uh, I'm going to continue to support y'all and Extension. You know, there's a phrase I like, and it, it's kind of kind of fits this. The intellectual capital, you know, that, that we're going to miss, and I'm not trying, again, not trying to get sappy or anything, but, but just the experience of, of life experiences through being an Extension agent. Um, if anybody out there is, is listening is, is a county agent or Extension agent, they understand that that comment about life as an extension agent. I'd like to say that, you know, we work from 8 to 4.30 or 8 to 5, but it's also Saturday mornings in Walmart or at the feed mm -hmm. store or um, in the doctor's office or in the vestibule of the church. Or, um, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a way of life, but the, but the intellectual capital that RL brings you know, to the table with, for us and with us um, has always been valuable for all of us, I think, and not just us here in this in the arena right now. <laughs> Y'all shows make me sound a lot better than I am. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll get to roasting here in a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you got me in the horse show. You got me in the beef show. I'm in the livestock barn now. I mean, I'm not sure where this is going, you know? I mean, he got me at the livestock. He got me at the horse show. I asked him the same question. What do I need to do? Just come that's what they told me last year remember yeah. i showed up to the horse show for the first time last year i've done livestock my whole life that's how i've known mr Ariel and some of the others since i was a kid but the horse show was my first first time to do that last year and i didn't know they rode horses i thought <laughs> i thought we was going to be showing horses like a cow you know I, I mean i like 
I like a good oh, yeah. horse well, race. I, but I, now I will say this: Aro will sneak us into stuff. I know. I enjoyed it. He skates over some of the details sometimes. <laughs> no, he just omits the details. Well, okay. <laughs> skate over it. He just omits. Well, it, it was fun, and I only messed up a few times, so it wasn't too bad. I, I always <laughs> tell them, you know, when you start dealing with shows and kids and parents and volunteers and this and that and other, it's nothing but a Chinese fire drill at best. Mm. Okay, it's a Chinese fire drill. We do what we do. We all make mistakes at it. And everybody said, well, you know, I messed up, you know, sent this. I said, look, nobody's ever messed up as bad as I did. One year's horse show. I'm sitting there looking at numbers, and that's all I'm looking at is numbers and calling numbers. I call a number kid, raise their hand, send her in. They holler, whoa, whoa, stop the show. I had sent a stud horse in a mayor class. <laughs> They were the same number. She had the back number on it. When I called it, she raised her hand. I wasn't raising tails, checking. It happens fast. You don't have time to double check your double checks there. Uh, You know, you make mistakes. And anybody that's out there that's ever been to a livestock show knows what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they want to say, well, you know, you should have been better prepared and this and that and other. Mm. You know, you had them at clipboard one time and let them do it. You can show them up a lot of times when they realize it. But. It's been fun. It's just something you work through. And you never forget it, too. No. They never let you live it down, that's for sure. That's for sure. Mm. But that's for sure. That's what makes it fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. All right, what's your, what's your plans after you retire? Well, I told everybody, I figured the first six months, Miss Amanda's got enough honeydew jobs to keep me busy. <laughs> uh, my kids have also said that uh, Pop's Daycare will open. Uh, I said, no, that ain't going to happen. Uh, then they said, well, Pop's taxi service. And I said, no. I said, well, that could happen, but we are, uh, we're going on Uber rates. <laughs> and they said, well, we got a credit, uh, we, we got a charge account. I said, nope, it's, it's credit cards or cash. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I got seven grandkids within 20 miles of me. Uh, be honest, that's part of my plans is to spend some time with my Especially my grandsons. I mean, yeah, the granddaughters are just as special. Don't misunderstand me. But to get to do things with the grandkids that this job kept me from doing with my own children. And one couldn't be helped. My oldest daughter was in a beauty pageant one night, and I had to get the neighbor's son to escort her in that beauty pageant because I was in somewhere at a camp or (laughs) off on a trip or something I couldn't get out of. So... That's the type of stuff that I missed out on. It was very few of those I couldn't, but uh, there's been a few of those that goes along with any job. It's not mm-hmm. only here. I know folks that work shift work and plants, that same thing. So it happens. But that's the kind of stuff I want to try to make up with the grandkids, do some things with them. Uh, maybe do a little traveling. I'm not the biggest traveler in the world. I, I, I told them, I, I don't know how I made it working in the public. Because my best time is sitting at the house ain't nothing but me and my old spotted dog. <laughs> I get that. We um, can, me and her can get all the world's problems solved. I'm, I'm not a big, I'm not really and truly, I'm not that big a people person. I like to be alone. You know, I, you say that, I, I, I've gotten to know this, this group pretty good. We're all kind of introverts. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, it's, it, when you say that, it made me think that. Um, cause I'm, I'm the exact same way. I just assume be at the house or yeah. be sitting in the boat with, yeah. a, you, know, no, fish, you fishing, know, fishing by myself and, yeah. you know, you know, uh, honey, I love to hunt, 
but I don't have the desire to hunt like I used to. Now it's coming back, being able to hunt with the grandkids. I mean, I can go sit all day on a stand with a, or whatever with a grandson and never pick up a gun. It's nothing the biggest excitement mm-hmm. I ever had in my life is when my middle grandson killed his first deer sitting beside me. And that's a long story I ain't gonna go into today, but I told all of y'all <laughs> that is pretty funny. But just to be able to be there with him, that was more exciting than anything I ever killed in my life. That's that's the the the, 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 the beauty of, of our job is that retirement at the, that we can that we can look forward to. You know, I, I, you're still a young guy as far as I'm concerned. That we're within about ten years of age. <laughs> <laughs> I said you're still young. I'm still 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 real young. But that's the neat thing about working for working for extension, working for the university, is that you know we don't have to work till we die. Um, we can we can take some time and have a family after we retire. Um, and you know, I told Dennis this the other day. I may have told the rest of y'all that every one of the guys I went and talked to told them I was retiring. Their first response is, "I got an empty tractor suit whenever you get ready." <laughs> I, you know, and some folks could take offense to that. That oh, that's all he's fit for is to drive a tractor. But I look at it as the fact that hey, they realized I wasn't a desk jockey. Right. I was out there with them. I didn't mind rolling up my mm-hmm. sleeves and. I've helped change bearings and you know That's work on stuff in, you know. in the field, uh, drive for them if they was in a bind, move a grain cart around, move a truck around. So th- they seen that, and I think they appreciated that covered up for the lack of knowledge I had in other areas. I, could, I, I think they realized I cared about them and I was going to get them the answer, and I'd help them any way I could. And so every, every farmer I've talked to has offered me a, a job of just come <laughs> drive whatever you want. Well, I offered you a job coming mowing turn rows at the station, and you turned me down. Well, I can't make any money driving 75 miles one way. Well, that's just a minor thing. I don't get an expense account anymore to work on folks. That's going to hurt my feelings. You can't charge mileage. You can't charge mileage down there. I'll tell you this. Mario and I did, we did projects over the years, (laughs) all kind of, and we went out, I mean, the first time we ever met Brenda Devanya, we walked up in her office and we had been to some meeting in Memphis. I don't mm-hmm. remember. We'd been to a meeting in Memphis. We were talking about NDVI and Green Seekers and on the go stuff. And we just, we were on campus for something. Walked up in her office and said, you've been doing this. We want to do it too. And she's like, who, the, who are you? I'm about to start saying, who, who are you? <laughs> That's what, you know, who are you? And so we explained to her who we were and then she, you know, kind of took us under her wing. And just luckily, she had a a, a, a big federal grant, yeah. a multi-state grant, and she needed what we were wanting mm-hmm. to do. And, and, mm. and I had a fella tell me the other day, and I had never thought of it, Dennis, that you and I basically led Louisiana Extension Service into Precision Act. Probably. I never thought about it, but that's because we, we were so far out in front. We were out in front <laughs> we, doing that we with were. Dr. Tabanya. And now everybody's coming mm-hmm. along, you know, where they're working in that area. And don't get me wrong, we didn't know what we were doing mm-hmm. either. No, I called RL at eight o'clock. I was on the island in St. Joe. I was on the island. We were trying to do that on the go application to fertilize in a cotton field. And I couldn't make it work. I called him at eight o'clock and I said, this thing, I, well, I said a lot of things. <laughs> the gist of it was, it won't work. He said, I'll be there. He said, give me about an hour. About an hour he got there, he got up there, he turned the switch. He said, oh, you got to turn this switch. And then it, you know. 
you know, but on the other foot, the, it, it happened the other way. I was in Epps trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't get it to work. Dennis left St. Joe and come up there an hour what? later. He crawled him, punched a few buttons in the way. We I, turned, I turned that same little key and it, it went on to work. <laughs> yeah, again. but, you know, you get to that point and you get frustrated. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can't think then. And it needs a fresh set of eyes. But we've, but we've had a lot of fun over yeah. it. We've all had a lot of fun. The podcast has been great. Oh, yeah. We so, had a lot of fun with it. We won't even, we won't even talk about crashing drones. I was no. going to bring it up. <laughs> I was going to bring it up to that's you. Probably, that's probably not something we need to, to delve into, but... I'll just say that, that when RL started to stop flying drones, the, the, the repair bill went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know. Something about that depth perception <laughs> and, and that ground coming up. It's, you you know, know, it's a sometimes long, it's, them things just get a mind of their own and do what they want to do. Fly the direction right. they want to fly. I never forget the first one, then if we really crashed. I'm talking about really crashed it. We was down on the Paris line. Oh yeah, and that sucker come in, and he looked like one of them jets <laughs> in World War Two that had been hit. Before, before you get too far, I wasn't flying. I was, <laughs> and I couldn't do nothing with it. I punched every button on it, pulled every lever, and it just it come in. I mean, it's just like one of them jets had been hit in a, in a battle. And when it hit, it just went to rolling and flipping, and parts went to going everywhere. I had a milk carton in the back of my truck, and that's what we went out there and picked that drone up with. Mm-hmm. Took us ten minutes. Put I all the parts in. I remember when y'all did the uh, landing pads. Oh, y'all yeah. remember? Y'all oh, yeah. had those landing pads. Oh yeah. But let yeah. me t- let me tell you another drone story. We're we're at Sugar King, with the San Gabriel station. We're flying something for Brenda, and we flew on the computer. We flew missions, and down there you had to be real careful about the height and all this. And so I'm sitting on the on a bucket, and behind my truck, and I got that cover on the back, and I got my computer up in there because it's bright sunshine. And you had to throw it. RL had to throw it to launch it. And so I'm sitting there watching. It. I said, "Okay, go." And he throws it. And I look. I hear something. I look around. He knocked me off my per- <laughs> off my bucket. I mean, I took that. I was real serious about that. Man. You, know, was, <laughs> you didn't mean throw it at me. <laughs> yeah, I was a bar drone. That was the first time I threw it. <laughs> well, but it's it's all been fun. We and we've had some fun with all of us. You yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. I put specialists underneath their trucks, getting away from them when they run away. Well, you soaked it. No, you didn't soak the specialists. You soaked me, checking yeah. wells oh, yeah. up at up at. Yeah, at, well, you yeah. Lord, that's lucky we didn't get in a lot of trouble. That's when we forgot to open the valve and we, did, we, we blowed did. the riser off the. <laughs> oh, God. I, that was the day I figured out that you could that that we may be measuring those, that well flow in gallons per minute. But it was to fill your boots up. It was mm-hmm. in gallons per nanosecond. Oh <laughs> yeah. There was a the, the story there was the the the, the faucet. They got broke. that on video, didn't they? I, no, it's just no. pictures of. It. Oh. But there was a it was on a dusty turn row, and y'all seen the cartoons where, you know, Wiley Coyote blows something up, and there's the print of him in the ground. Yeah. Well, when that water hit me. RL got it shut down pretty quick because the engine surged. He I mean, was, was like like three quarters of a yeah, mile three away. Yeah, three quarters of a mile. We communicated with the cell phone, so I, I assumed they had everything open when they said let her go. And I started cranking her up. Well, it, it, and then I heard shut her down, shut her down. <laughs> but a few other choice words in there too. But the, the the water hit me, and it was on a dusty turn road, and there was the perfect outline of me behind <laughs> where, where the water had went around me. <laughs> Uh, but that was the day we, RL made the, the irrigation specialist jump behind the truck. <laughs> that's, 
Well, he did put the rice specialist under the truck. <laughs> now, I will say that. Now, I was there watching that. He, he put the rice specialist at the time under the truck. Yeah, you know. You gotta move fast. It's the Thunderdome you know, with us. <laughs> I mean, and he also, I will say, he's the only man I ever seen fly between two lines on the power line. <laughs> not he below, not, not below, right between. <laughs> and he didn't, and he didn't cause a spark. So. No, but he did go a ding. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. I looked at Dennis. Did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, good close. thing we don't fly drones anymore. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. But we learned a lot with those. Oh, yeah. We learned a lot yeah. with them. And, yeah. and again, other ones have come along and picked up where we left off at. Yeah. Uh, uh. Anyway, I don't know how long we've been talking. Uh, we've well, been going about give him a second to introduce Tyler, and I guess. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. We can, we'll well, the first question I'm always asked, you know, who's going to replace you? Well, you know how the state process goes. they got to wait till I actually retire. Then they got to go through the advertisement process and all the little hoops we got to go through. I can say that now that I'm leaving. Yeah. Four days. <laughs> you know. Hey, you got this goofy <coughs> smile on his face. Yeah, he was, by the way, we're, we're up here at Delhi because of Ag Adventures. That's where we send kids through and talk about, y'all talked about pollinating and I washed hands. But anyway. I was anyway, the mini farm. <laughs> he was at the mini farm. But um, it's not the most funnest day of our jobs. Yeah. The only person here today with a smile on their face was Mr. Ariel. And, I, and again, you know, well, I'm going to tell you another story. But anyway, we actually started the process since I was working two pairs. They decided to split it out, get one a new agent for East Carroll and one for Madison eventually. So we have Tyler Garza, young man out of Eudora, Arkansas. We've hired, went to work February the 1st in East Carroll Parish. Uh, I think he's got a great potential. He's going to need y'all's help to help guide him you know, to get him going, because he, he does a no extension work. So he's gonna need y'all's help. And I told him he'd call me anytime, I'll help him. Uh, but he's there, hopefully, you know, sometime April, May, maybe the announcements will be out. I mean, I, I officially don't retire to April 2nd. Gotcha. You know, I do have a month's worth of leave I'm taking. Uh, so yeah, so it'll be probably April after April, after first of April, for the job announcement to go out. Uh, it'll have to go through all the state, you know, regulations for time, and and then all the the, ho the hoops and all to schedule an interview. Hopefully, they get some good applicants. Uh, Madison's a good place, a good place. Got a lot of good people that'll work with you and, and help you any way they can. They've never been turned down on any of my wild and crazy things we wanted to try to do. Uh, so yeah, that, that, they are hungry for somebody, and uh, and they, they will work with whoever comes there if that person's willing to work with them. Uh, so yeah, hopefully they'll get somebody, and and I'll even I'll say it right now, whoever they get, if they ask me for help, I'll help that person. I'm not going to be knocking on his door telling him what to do, but I'll be glad to talk with him on the phone. It's an intellectual capital. As long as mm -hmm. I'm not fishing or hunting at that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. White perch are on bike. You know, so if I'm babysitting now, yeah, I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, y'all said a lot of good things about me, and about two-thirds of them are lies, and I understand that. But I'm going to say the same thing about y'all. Uh, I couldn't have made it without y'all's help. Dennis, Bruce, and Kylie. You know, I tell somebody the other day, you know, it's, it's funny, I'm actually seeing 
are right on the verge of seeing grandkids of the, 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 the young people that were showing when I started work. Mm -hmm. Several of my 4-H'ers now have children in 4-H. Not all of them are in livestock. It's not all about that. That was kind of my era, but mm -hmm. they're in some form or fashion. So, and I've got some that's right on the verge of having, you know, maybe the third generation mm -hmm. that I'll see through this program. So, uh, so yeah, it's been a good ride. I thank y'all for everything that you've helped. And, and, and I'm going to say this, and Will ain't going to get mad because he knows it. Kylie brings a different view to the whole program. She makes it worth looking at uh, y'all across the table to look at her. <laughs> I guess we all have our talents. But, I, yeah, you know, but that would definitely not be one I would have picked. Yeah, well, you know, Kylie, you do bring a better look to the program <laughs> than the rest of it. And, and I've not said anything around her in all the years I've known her that I wouldn't sit in front of her mom and her daddy and in front of Will. I've known so. you since I was nine, showing livestock. Yep. So I've been around, I've been in the, I guess I'm a, like I said on one, I think I was a product of the program. So, yep. Um, yep. but I mean, it's, I'm thinking back, you know, I, I don't know, I've been working for Extension for, this will be my 11th year and all y'all are retiring <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't like being, I'd rather be the new kid on the block than the one that everybody's going to be like, oh, what do we do? You know, I, I, I don't like that. It's different. Uh, it it's is. different. It yeah. is. And it's constantly changing every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the, uh, that's the nature of the job. I, I, think. I think that's a good thing about it and the bad thing about it, probably. But Yeah. But it's been a fun ride. It mm -hmm. has. It has been a fun ride for me. And I, like I said, I thank y'all. For all the help y'all given me over the years, yeah. and all the others, the specialists and all that that's you know that's not here today, but uh, you know I thank them for all their help. Yeah. I don't know. We had to go back and revisit this livestock show thing, cause, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, since I'm retiring, you're gonna have to step up and do more. Whoa! <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> You know, they get real mad at you when you send a black pig into the white pig class. I'm so I'm just like, <laughs> those West Carroll people, get, they don't like uh, that. <laughs> I argued some little kid down this year. I said, that ain't the goat you were showing. You had a black goat. He said, yeah, but the white goat was mine too. I had somebody else showing it. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a goat. I don't know. I mean, y'all just take me at my limitations. So not to, you know, to the limited factor. My limiting, you know, and let me move on. So. Yep. But anyway, he'll be. I'm sure you'll be back at the livestock show. At least for one day. At least one day. Or an hour or two. You can still announce. You I can mean, still announce. Uh, you can come help Colin. I'll accept any and all. <coughs> yeah. You ain't got to run a computer program, but. I'm not saying yes or no. I know. I know. It, if, you depends know, on the knows, temperature. It, huh? Depends on the temperature well, that day. Temperature ain't so much. <laughs> it's just if I don't have a prior commitment. There you go. Like my mother before she passed away, we, you know, after her retirement, we'd call and ask about, you know, maybe coming sitting with the kids or something mm -hmm. for a few days or something. She's, I got to check my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> My mother never knew what a calendar was. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to say that. But I guess we can close up here. Well, Mr. Ariel, we appreciate, well, all of it really, I guess. Thank I don't you. really know where to say about that, but 
but uh, it's been fun, and I uh, hate to see you go, but well, have a good and, one. And I do. And, you know, I mean, yeah, there's some parts I ain't going to say regrets, but, but you know, I mean, this wasn't a spare-of-the-moment decision. It's something I've been working on for at least three years pretty seriously, trying to decide when and where, and I just decided it was time. And, uh, no time like gonna, the present. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'll still be around unless uh, the good Lord calls me home between now and then. I hope not, but it's going to be quiet <laughs> without you on here for sure. Okay. We still may have to get you to come back as a guest appearance once a, once a year or so, mm -hmm. or quarter, once a quarter. Or <laughs> I ain't going to say no. <laughs> we'll Y'all know me. You. You we'll know, I love to, to run my mouth. That's part of the job sometimes. <laughs> At the grocery store, at the drugstore, and yeah, I guess we we and you said this we or Bruce did one of them said we we've, we've treated more gardens and more more gardens at the grocery store and the in the drugstore than we did in the office. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wherever you're at, you're on the job 24/7. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening, and uh, that's I thank y'all for for this opportunity. Yeah. And uh, please tune in for the next show and signing off from the Del High Livestock Show Barn. <laughs>